0: These are the funniest
1: people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping, collars and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now, these are the funniest people you
0: know. Now, these are the funniest people you know. Now, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people
2: I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast. We're in the studio in Atlanta, coming to you live. We're not live. I I gotta get used to that. My name is Will Amato, and I really love the soundtrack to Disney's Moana.
0: (laughs) My name is Haley Elman, and I'm something of a sex symbol to the asexual community.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My name is TJ Jackson, and I'm not pregnant.
4: I'm George, (laughs) and I once got into a fight with Usher while we were both waiting in line at a restaurant. Ooh!
1: My name is Lily, and I don't think carpeting and houses should be a thing.
4: It's a lot of oh. houses.
1: I'm a hardwood <laughs> or tile kind of person.
2: Well, welcome to episode seven, ladies and gentlemen of the Funniest People I Know podcast. We are so excited to have Haley Elman here with hey! us today. Hey. She is one of the funniest people I know, and uh, a
1: sex symbol, and Ooh. for the wow.
2: asexual community. I listened. We'll pitch her uh, social media later. You can find Haley and come watch her do stand-up. She is hilarious. But folks, believe it or not, we got another sponsor. I know. The the outpouring of support, the positive reviews, we are all five stars on iTunes, has just been immense. And so the folks at Squarespace got in touch. So this episode of The Funniest People I Know has been brought to you by Squarespace.com. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform with simple drag-and-drop tools to help you create a completely unoriginal website or shameless portfolio in minutes. Squarespace offers 24-7 customer support and a brand new psychology division to help you cope with the feelings of loss you'll experience after wasting away hours of your precious life creating a website on Squarespace. Share your website with a narcissistic post on social media so that your friends and loved ones can grant you a pity like. Though don't be surprised when they refuse to answer your phone calls to avoid the awkward self-seeking validation you require when you ask them, What did you think of my website? Join Squarespace.com today because, well, I guess you need a website can't believe they approved that can't wait to get the check
0: (laughs) isn't a square space technically just any room that's true yeah
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that title means literally nothing yeah yeah (laughs) you are gonna love us you probably noticed that once again Dewey is not with us TJ you've been talking to him so I was watching the local news YouTube channel
3: in McMillan Tennessee and it looks like Dewey is stuck in a well over there. Oh, no. And oh no. the, what are the team called that goes in and saves people? Seal Team Six? Seal Team Six. Yeah. I think it's them that they sent down there. Or Wow, that's uh, yeah. like a
1: pretty dangerous well if they're sending.
3: Yeah. Like a uh, well, it's the attack. well from the ring. Uh, so oh. it's. <laughs> Very dangerous. Uh, There's, yeah, a creepy girl down there. Best of luck, Dewey. Wow. Um, Knowing him, they probably are friends now, though. So Dewey accidentally fell into the well. uh, It's complicated. So he like tried. He dropped something. I think that they said uh, his glasses. I don't know. Oh, I see. It. Yeah, I see and he was like looking down as he was down there. And TJ, well,
4: did you push Dewey into the well? No,
3: I wouldn't <laughs> say push.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, you know what? Then no one saw anything, so it's
2: well. It, great. I well, Dewey. There. Good luck with SEAL Team Six. Yeah. I hope you get out of the good well, luck, Dewey, and the girl from the ring. Well, it's time for one of our favorite segments on the show. It's time for TJ's lists, everybody. Yeah.
0: Ooh, actually, TJ. What? Um, I have a list. Oh. What? what? Shake up. Yeah. But I wrote a list. Well, <laughs> technically, TJ, I actually wrote two lists. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, well,
2: I see. Well, I would say the person with <laughs> the most lists gets to read them on air. What I mean, do you think? I mean, think that's what say. Um, Mine's
3: about my hopes and dreams, though. All right, Haley, okay. let's take Ooh, it away. Yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> Haley's on those lists win. So yeah. Haley's list for the first time ever. Yay.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. My list is not at all about my hopes and dreams. Let's go. Haley's list, as we're <laughs> calling it, is the list of what your haircut says about you.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, yeah. I
3: like it. You know, um, sounds uninteresting. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't right, know.
0: Right. I guess you'll just have to stay tuned. And if the first list doesn't get you the second, well, it's a real one too. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll be a judge. I'll be a judge.
0: It's the haircuts and what they say about you. Now, this isn't necessarily, like, true. This is kind of a square rectangle situation, I think, where, you know, all rectangles are squares, but not all rectangles uh, so, are not all squares are rectangles. Sure, you see. sure. This, yeah. is, uh, this is what people think when they see your haircut. I think it's okay. the
1: other way around. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I no, I nailed
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very confident in this one. Okay, so when you see someone with colorful hair, the more colorful the hair, the more traumatic their past is. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I count being queer as like minor trauma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a
0: very minor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You come out later, it's identity crisis. You come out earlier, and kids can be so cruel. That's mm-hmm.
2: right. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, then if you have shaved head, we're gonna think you're a neo-Nazi. Right? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm
2: synonymous Um, yeah definitely yeah
0: yeah, if you have like a little longer maybe a cross between a shaved head and a hitler cut you're like a hipper cooler (laughs) (laughs) neo-nazi which is aka alt-right and if you have a hitler haircut we're gonna think you're for the rights of all people and just enjoy good power over (laughs)
1: <laughs> We've gotten over that haircut. We That's just wanted to now. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. yeah.
2: That haircut is back. You're right. That's hipster in a coffee shop. Maybe in a co-op of some kind. Yes, you know what? When fixing I, a bicycle. When I think
1: of Hitler, I don't think of the haircut more than the mustache, it's the mustache it's right? The mustache. Yeah, it's the mustache now. Maybe that's, that's it's why the weird. the hair is the hair. He can be whatever it wants.
2: Yeah. Actually, you know, TJ has a mustache right now yeah. that is a little Hitlery. What? Um, what?
0: Uh, no, it's oh. not square enough.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's, it's just a square. mustache. I
0: think it's Freddie Mercury esque.
3: To all listeners, I don't have a Hitler mustache. <laughs> You're right. We'll go with Freddie Mercury. All right, what else you got? <laughs>
0: Thank Hitler? you. Okay. If you have long hair. You look like you like to rock, okay? Well, that's true. Okay, if you have your hair in a man bun though. Uh-oh. Don't put it up because you look like you like to explain feminism to women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that is so we're all looking true. at Will <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hair's in a ponytail right now I'd just it's, like to say, it, to say
3: for the friend. record looks like a Hitler ponytail <laughs> I'd say I think <laughs> hmm, crazy, like Stalin maybe even <laughs> I don't know somewhere
1: I feel good like list. I can navigate the world with more confidence yeah. now mm-hmm. that I can scope out the haircuts I'm
4: going to look at people differently tomorrow Yeah. Mm-hmm. now with people with colored hair I'm going to go oh, I
2: wonder what happened to you Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you
3: should ask them
4: yeah. they love that They're not edgy at all. You should put
2: your hair up in a bun and tell them. Yeah. (laughs) You should (laughs) probably seek help. (laughs) All right, Haley, what's the second list?
0: This one is a more personal list. Very short list. It's called Things My Mom Is Wrong About. Oh gosh. (laughs) The job market, number one. How much soap she uses on countertops. I swear to you, (laughs) she uses exclusively soap. She does not wipe it off. You could spit on a countertop and it would lather.
4: (laughs) Oh, oh, gosh.
0: Honeydew. You can stop buying them, Mom. They're not good. (laughs) Very rarely will you toss a coin and it'll just be lucky one time, but stop chasing that high, okay? (laughs) Let it go. Pecans and honey together does not taste like baklava. You can attest to this. She's a health nut and she puts walnuts and honey or pecans and honey. And she's like, "Mm, this is just like extensive and beautifully effortful dessert baklava. (laughs) No, it's not, mom. It's not an alternative for dessert. It's nuts and honey. Okay. (laughs) That's things my mom is wrong about. Wow.
2: Amazing! I know. Well, thank you. That was great. TJ, That's what'd brave. you think?
3: When you said baklava, I immediately thought of George because he's Greek. Do you have um bottles?
4: <laughs> I don't know Haley's mom and I hate to just like be
2: against her, but Haley's right. Those are called ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to know Haley real quick with a series of rapid fire questions. Haley, just answer. First thing comes to your mind. Go for it.
1: What is the best kind of pizza?
2: Margarita. If you could invite any two celebrities to dinner, what would you serve for dessert?
0: Mm, Baklava. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm sucking up to George
2: over here. What was the name of your seventh grade English teacher?
0: Uh, don't remember. Ooh. did it make
4: an
1: effect.
3: Of Apologies to Haley's seventh grade teacher.
0: Darn. <laughs> I think it was Mrs. Williams, but I couldn't say. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Very impactful on your life. TJ. Have you ever been to Canada and why?
0: No, I have never been to Canada, but my parents went there on honeymoon. So mm. by proxy, kind of.
4: Yeah.
2: Which former president do you think you could beat in a thumb war? Taft. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first joke you ever told on stage
0: that's an easy one i would go out on stage and i would look around and be like you ever get that feeling that people are looking at you <laughs> 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 well i'm getting that feeling right now and it's really weirding me out <laughs> and that's what it was
2: <laughs> great opener great opener well thanks Haley. we're delighted to have you Next, folks, it's time for Pop Culture Blind Spot. Throughout our conversations, we realized that, oh my gosh, I can't believe you haven't seen this show or that movie or what have you. So this week, we asked TJ to watch The Godfather for the first time. Classic movie, one of the best movies ever made on most lists on the internet. TJ, you're going to what? Give us your thoughts on this? Yeah. So, well,
3: okay. So, I realized there are three parts to The Godfather. Um, <laughs> you <realize> this? Each <laughs> is three hours long. I kid you not. So, I watched part one Great. and I have 20 thoughts and I can run through them real quick. Wait, this sounds an awful lot like a list. It
1: does. Oh, I'm ready for it. He's I trying
3: to sneak it. in a list. Yeah, I don't God. know. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> Sneaky. TJ. These are my hopes and dreams, part one. <laughs> All right, let's hear what you thought of The Godfather, your your list. All right, so uh, first off, Italian weddings look really fun. If any of our listeners are, in fact, Italian, please invite me. I promise to not ask your father for any favors. I just <laughs> want to dance to the music. Uh Back in college, we had a Don Corleone's pizza restaurant that also was a hookah lounge. So now I understand that reference, that it
2: wasn't actually a person. Yeah. It was it's a fictional character. From The Godfather, which yeah. is based on the Mario Puzo book.
3: Oh, huh. You learn everything. <laughs> <laughs> putting checks into a purse or a bag is a thing. Did y'all remember that part of the movie where people were just like putting checks into a bag at the or wedding? Like at the wedding. wedding at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. will get
2: an envelope. That's oh, how it works oh, in Italian wedding. Oh well. Oh. News to me. Okay. Yeah, they don't have registry. <laughs> also, why was the FBI at the wedding? Well, because at an Italian wedding, I mean, you know, yeah. they're uh, um, in organized crime. Right. That's this racist. is racist one well but they were like parked outside though I guess it is profiling a little bit no well because all the gangsters who know the family would be at this wedding so it's a way to get all the hot shots in one spot oh, it's like a sting mm-hmm.
1: operation right. Right. but
2: it's also very
3: disrespectful so I couldn't understand Marlon Brando and had to turn on the closed captioning for that one scene where he's like doing favors and everything and at one point the subtitles was just like I don't know either like I, they're speaking Italian Even I the think subtitles but help. they weren't speaking Italian at that time so but so they were oh I don't know I don't know call Netflix um That's great. so um Al Pacino and Diane Keaton wow they looked great 1972 yeah. I mean they still look good but they looked cool they look like a couple I don't yeah. know they looked very attractive uh, also the best time to tell your girlfriend your family is an mafia at a wedding did anyone <laughs> else think that was weird like they told that story at the <laughs> table it was like yeah my father like, had this guy killed and Nobody now did. you're
0: trapped. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my family. <laughs> you can never leave. Also, the one guy was like, I hope your first child is a masculine child. Like, was that a thing, too? That's a
2: good point. And probably <laughs> in the 70s or in a machismo <laughs> Italian, Italian family, that yeah. would be a thing. Well, actually, it
3: was set in the 40s. I read the fun facts about this film.
2: On set the in the 40s.
3: Yeah, right. set in the 40s, like after the war. Also, I learned some unfortunate racial slurs for Italian Americans Uh, uh, that I won't say, but you know, (laughs) I I was like, "Wait, what did they say?" And I like Googled it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, huh? Interesting." So uh, Don Corleone's first offers were always a good deal. I thought, you know, like he offered ten thousand dollars to that director, and to like get that union to disappear, and I was like, "Yeah, sold. Like, let's do it." (laughs) Like you know, but then the director's like, "No, get him out." You know, so. I felt like that was an offer I couldn't refuse. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I know the horse head scene, I know that's a Godfather reference, but how did it end up in the bed is what I was wondering.
0: You want to see the behind the scenes on that. Yeah,
3: exactly. I feel like there's a deleted scene. Right. Like how did they
0: not drip blood anywhere else in
3: the room? Yeah. Wake him up by putting a large horse head, which is real, by the way, I learned. That was a real head. That was a real horse head that they got from a dog food company. Oh, God. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. That is weird. The 70s, man. It's also interesting that Michael found out his dad was gunned down from a newspaper and not from a phone call. Did oh, anyone else uh, think that was weird? Spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, spoilers ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to say that? Oh, my bad. He was in Italy, so I don't know. No, that- he was in America at the time. <laughs> when he
2: found out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good question.
3: Because then he got vengeance on his dad right. afterward, and then he had to go to Italy. Okay. Also, I won a vacation there. At some point, if anyone's, Sicily, down, yeah. if anyone's down to go to Italy, on am totally well, down. If you're listening in Sicily, mm-hmm. uh, give us a shout out. I'll accept Olive Garden also as well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the closest I can get there. Oh, halfway through the movie, I had to pause and make spaghetti because I was really craving Italian <laughs> at the time and it was really good. I used my mozzarella sticks and put them in there. Also, I oh got another Italian wedding in the film. That was a treat. I Thought <laughs> two for one, yeah, exactly. I love telling weddings. Okay, I'm gonna sneak in one sometime. Um, also, what kind of guy is dumb enough to hit on the daughters of a mob boss, right? Like they were in an abusive relationship, yeah. I guess sonny, he forgot. the oldest son, yeah, yeah. He's dumb, not a smart man, exactly. Movie. Not he did it once, and then he did it twice. Oh man. <laughs> He was Uh, asking for it. So can we talk about Connie Corleone real quick? Going around that room, breaking the glass, and just, like, screaming hysterically? Like, (laughs) oh, my God, the drama of that scene was amazing. She's a bad actress, I will say that, but, like, she was my favorite character. Uh (laughs) Yeah, exactly. just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) For all you listeners, I'm just, like, waving my arms around. Yes, yes, yes. That's, like, my spirit animal. That's what I would do. I've always wanted to do that, you know, when I'm angry. I just want to go around, like, breaking... Thing.
2: I love the DJ yeah, yeah. <laughs> he most closely relates to Connie <laughs> Caleb. Yes. She was characters amazing. Yes.
3: Oh my gosh. So the best line goes to Michael's first wife in Italy when she goes, I know English and just like rattles off the days of the week. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I know English. Avalonia. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. So did you enjoy the film? I do. I had three more points. Oh, oh all right. Well, go God. for all right, it. Alright, I'm gonna go, well, I'm gonna rapid fire. You know he okay. loves his <laughs> list. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, how much time passes through this movie also? Like one minute Michael is trying to get Kay back, and the next minute they have a child. A lot of time passed through Yeah. also. And this is a violent movie.
1: Yeah.
2: Closing point. It's a violent movie. <laughs> <Closing laughs> <point. laughs> 4.8 stars. Well, thanks, TJ. We're glad you uh, enjoyed The Godfather. And now you're in the know. It's time now, folks, for a segment called Defend Your Snacks. Take it away, Lily.
1: This is a variation on our very popular Defend Your Likes segment Uh called Defend Your Snacks. And I was inspired to do it because I realized that I have, and I'm sure everybody has, those things that you eat that you don't eat in front of other people or you would never serve to somebody else. You just kind of like make it up when you're really like either tired or just lazy. It's like the shortcut of all foods. (laughs) And... It it can be hard to defend. So anyway, I wanted to start with this. I call it sugar toast. Mm. <laughs> it's probably the the more palatable of the snacks if we get to do this segment again. I wanted to start easy. Basically what it is, it's toast with margarine and brown sugar on it. I
3: would never guess. So, <laughs> I would never <laughs> guess.
1: I want everybody to go ahead, sink your teeth into it, and I'd love to discuss the pros and cons of All this right. snack.
2: Here we go. We're going to try some sugar toast. <laughs> phrase, sink your teeth. Shall
0: I eat it directly into the microphone? (laughs) I think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's
2: it's sugary.
0: Um. (laughs) Tastes exactly
1: what it's called, right?
0: I
3: would love that if you make those noises every time you eat.
1: (laughs) So as you can imagine, this is the sort of thing that like, when you're craving dessert or something sweet, you have nothing in the house except for kind of old sliced bread. And you're like, what else do I have that's sweet? And literally all you have is sugar. Uh, this is what you might whip up.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I think I'd have to be pretty desperate for sugar to eat some sugar toast. Uh, it's pretty crunchy. The sugar's not like processed in any way. so oh, no. I can, It's very grainy on my teeth. No.
1: Literally sugar, mm-hmm. yeah. The CJ, what do
2: you think? And you said this is vegan?
1: Well, it's margarine, not butter, so oh.
4: yeah. Oh, so it's healthy. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> The sugar layer is quite thick. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get the full impact.
4: And it's, and it's a brown sugar layer.
1: Yeah, because I'm classy.
4: Yeah, so it's it's again healthy. Wait, brown sugar is the classy sugar. Yes. It's yeah.
2: White sugar is so outright. I thought it was Splenda. That's my bad. Splenda toast would be the worst thing ever. Well, thanks for letting us try sugar toast, Lily. Uh, Haley, do you have any other thoughts before we move on?
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, I feel like if you were making a gingerbread house of a beach house, this is what you would use (laughs) for the beach. (laughs) This is the
4: beach house of a gingerbread house. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
2: Totally agree. All right, we have one more segment left, folks. This is the writer's graveyard. And this time, I'm in the hot seat. So this is a scene from a play I wrote maybe 10 years ago. This was the first play that I ever wrote that was produced on stage. And this was produced on stage at the Maples Repertory Theater in Macon, Missouri. A little small theater in the Midwest. It was the first children's show they ever did. It's Snow White. It's called Snow White and the Prancing Pirates. Because I didn't have enough actors to have seven dwarves. So I wrote The Prancing Pirates. Work with what you got. And so we're going to go ahead and just read a scene. This is where the pirates have gone off to pillage or whatever pirates do. They come back and Snow White is asleep having just cleaned their pirate's den. So (laughs) this is kind of the first time that they all meet. And you guys all know the song. Yo-ho, yo-ho. All right, here we go. Let's try it. I'll read stage directions.
1: Oh, I'm exhausted.
2: Snow White falls asleep stage right. Come, lads. Yo-ho, (laughs) yo-ho, it's to the (laughs) lair we go, we're rather (inaudible) thick but (inaudible) get get rich
0: quick, yo-ho, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, we bring the booty home, we We stole stole their their boat and and cut their throat, throat. yo-ho. Song stops
2: abruptly as all three pirates realize how spick and span their place is. Blistering barnacles! Ad-libs of complete and utter horror and shock and awe.
0: Utter horror and shock. (laughs) (laughs) What in tarnation? (laughs) Are we in the wrong lair? I think we know the way to our own house. Maybe our house moved and another one came here in its place.
3: Yeah, and maybe seven little drawers with little chisels, long beards. Is my pirate accent, like, <laughs> is that real? Okay, no, that was good. Is That's that good? Keep okay, up. keep going. I'm into it. All right. Long beards and oddly personality. <laughs> I don't think it's right. Okay, anyway, I'm going to keep going. <laughs>
0: Benefiting names lived here before we did. <laughs> Lads, look over there. A sleeping lady. Who is she? I didn't bring her here. That's not a
4: pirate (laughs) accent. Perhaps she's the one responsible for all this. Detestably.
2: Could you try to be British, TJ? (laughs) What are we going to do with her? There you go.
0: Ah, are we going to eat her? (laughs) Just an idea. (laughs) Maybe she's dead. Dead? Oh, goodness. I don't know what we'd do if we
4: had a dead person running around the house.
0: We might have to
4: kill her. First, we
0: have
3: to find... Nope. First, 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 we're going to find her. She's alive. alive. <laughs> so sorry. There's a lot going on with that fire
4: He's going through some changes.
0: Remember when you uh, didn't force some commentary on my accent? I just, I just want to remind you of that. I, keep,
3: I hear everyone's accents and it throws me off. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We either all have to do British or I... Just say the lines, okay. please. First we have to find out if she's dead or live or dead.
0: Come on, you're interrupting continuity. <laughs> we want the people to hear it in its original voice. <laughs> Thank
2: you, Haley. Let's yeah, first we have to find out. All right, you go, Pantaloon. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not
0: doing it. You go, Hobert. Why don't we all go together? Slowly and
2: together in unison, the pirates creep around Snow White and one step at a time inch slowly closer. When they're close enough to feel her breath, they speak in a whisper.
0: Is she
3: dead? I don't know. Why don't you ask her?
0: Are you dead or alive? Snow White yawns.
2: Pirates scream. Ah. Snow White. Ah. Pirates. Ah. Ah
1: everybody Uh,
0: oh she's not dead oh i can see that are you sure
1: (laughs) oh goodness pirates you gave me a fright i'm very much alive i was lost you see and when i came to your door and found nobody home well i was awfully hungry and so i ate one of my ship biscuits well yes i'm very sorry i'm lost far far away from home and i had nowhere else to go in return i did try to tidy up a bit
0: why we liked our secret lair just the way it was thanks Aye, and you had no right coming in messing it up
4: they corner snow white back you scurvy sea dogs she's not our prisoner this beautiful lass needs our help she was lost in the bog and came to us for comfort, for companionship, for protection. Pirate salute. Miriam the Magnificent. Sir
0: p- Pantaloon the Painful. Herbert the Hungry. We are the most fearsome pirates in the entire world. Ah, you are safe with us.
2: What be your name?
1: Snow White.
2: Pirate salute. She giggles.
1: <laughs> Thank you all so much. <laughs> I feel safer already.
4: You're more than welcome to stay here as long as you like. We insist upon it. So it was you who did all this c- cleaning
1: <laughs> Why, of course. The place was absolutely wretched. Not nearly clean enough for three strong, fearsome, ferocious pirates. We be the
3: most cutthroat pirates to ever sail the Seven Seas.
0: We prevail against the largest, biggest, evilest of enemies.
4: Well, I suppose pirates with such great stature ought to be kept a bit cleaner. Perhaps you, my dear, would be willing to stay and help us learn to be tidy.
1: I'd love to stay, and I'll help to cook and tell stories, and we'll become best of friends. (laughs) So you'll stay? (laughs) I'll stay. (laughs) You are all so nice. I think I'm going to cry.
4: Oh no, Lass, don't cry.
2: Pirates aren't supposed to cry. What's so sad? <laughs> Big pirate hug center stage with lots of wailing.
0: Whoa. 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 I like to be pat on the back. <laughs> p- p- blackout
3: to loom. Well, there it is. Yes. Nice. What does wailing sound like? Did we do it right? <laughs> That's pretty good wailing. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I we thought we it was good. It. Yeah.
0: Okay. I I like. How you really don't come away with any moral whatsoever. <laughs> like, it feels like an Aesop, but there's none, yep. not at all. Yes,
4: yes.
2: Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's mm. like
4: if Jerry Seinfeld wrote an Aesop fable. Just, <laughs> yep.
2: And then that happened. I also love how redundant it is, and it was so hard as I was trying to pick a segment of this, because it's like I say, it's one of the first things I ever wrote. Not to edit it. You go, oh, yeah. we just said, she just says, I'll stay. And then he goes, Yo, you'll stay? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, why are you listening? <laughs>
0: I just said that I would stay. How many pages
2: was this again? Gosh, the original script was a full length play. So it was probably a 30 page play. I have the rest of it. I have the whole thing. Oh, wow. why pirates? I did this in Missouri. The first time I did it, I was working at Roanoke Island Festival Park as a historical oh. interpreter. And we were by the ocean in the Outer Banks or what used to be the Outer Banks
0: and you have to make it thematic
2: (laughs) right and Obviously. so I thought, well, they're not in the wood. They're in the bog. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Honestly, it was just an excuse to get me out of the hot sun because it was so hot that summer. And when I told them I wanted to do a play, they let me hang out in the air conditioning. Brilliant. Oh. So that's really... That's why
1: it's so repetitive. You could just keep writing the same words over and over <laughs> as yes, long as you are in yes. AC. <laughs> uh,
2: it's just fun to read now, having written as much as we have, to go back to something super early. So thank you, guys. Well, folks, this has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Special shout out to our dear friend, Haley Elman for joining us. Yay! Yay. Shout, shout,
0: shout.
4: Thank you, Haley.
2: Haley, do you want to plug anything?
0: Yes. At High Wire, I have a new show. It's called The Backline. It's a tag team improvised stand-up show. It's the first Saturday of every month at 9 p.m. Awesome. And that's
2: in Atlanta, Georgia.
0: At High Wire Comedy Company.
2: Wonderful. Well, folks, you can get in touch with us. We are on Twitter at People I know, or you can email us at Know at gmail.com. Have yourself a wonderful, hilarious week. Bye, everybody.